Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Kansas State's Cooper Beebe, and you're listening to the PowerCat Postgame Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Podcast Network. Make sure you're subscribing to this show on your favorite podcast provider. Welcome to an edition of the PowerCat Postgame Podcast. I am Tim Fitzgerald, Go PowerCat Publisher, joined here in the McLean Stadium press box by Cole Carmody, who came down to watch with some buddies and now is going to do a postgame podcast. Nothing Let me like- just ask you this. First of all, folks, Kansas State wins 31-3. to An impressive performance. We'll get into all that happened here tonight. Um, but a couple housekeeping things. We're sponsored by... Caddyshack Golf. Make sure you go check out Caddyshack Golf's website. It's Caddy with two T's, CaddyshackGolf.com. Go check it out. Folks, it's hoodie season. They have all new hoodies in with the Golf and Willie apparel right on the chest. It's, they're awesome. Just go check out the stuff. Even if you're not a golfer, you're going to love what you see at Caddyshack Golf. Thanks to Brett and everyone for the ongoing support. And even more importantly, Cole, how was your fan experience at McLean Stadium? And it's named, by the way, after the diehard guy. I don't know if you knew that. John? John McLean. Okay. It was interesting. Um, this is actually the first time I've come to a K-State game as a as a quote-unquote fan in a while. But I think being at an away game where it's generally not acceptable to cheer, mm-hmm. I, I'm used to that. Um, I will say I was a little disappointed with the atmosphere here tonight. And a lot of that has to do with how well K-State played. Um, immediately. Immediately. The crowd was just silenced. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're a K-State fan, who there wasn't very many in attendance. I was a little surprised. I felt like there would be a little bit more of a showing. And, and maybe because it was a blackout and black and purple kind of mix, and it was a little chilly, so everybody was bundled up. It was kind of hard to tell. But um, there wasn't very many K-State fans down here, and K-State just absolutely put the hammer down. And for the few K-State fans that were here, it was an enjoyable experience. So I will say, myself and the three... Um, I guess active students. It was will be a happy eight-hour drive back home. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be enjoyable. Eight hours—it's gonna be longer than that. <laughs> Let's get into the game. What what an impressive performance by Kansas State, but it didn't start that way. K State goes down the field, gets across midfield, gets into the Netherlands of where Ty Zintner can hit a field goal and not. They decide to go for it on fourth and six, um, and they don't convert. Baylor takes over and starts marching. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Baylor's moving the ball. They get the running game mixed in with the passing game. Blake Shapin looked comfortable and confident. The running backs were functioning. Mm-hmm. And then 
interception. Kobe Savage comes up with a big pick, and it really kind of seemed to take the wind out of the stadium, the Baylor sideline, and elevate K-State, kind of put some confidence in them. Um, and because of a penalty, they start that drive at the three-yard line. And lo and behold, they end up going the length of the field. It came out of nowhere, honestly. I don't think anybody that was watching that first sequence of events was expecting an interception. I wasn't. I was a little surprised they decided to throw the ball in that situation. Um, they'd been gashing K-State on the run. The offensive line for Baylor, um, I was actually able to sit in the end zone. And you could see their wide splits. I mean, they were just inside zone, outside zone, inside zone, outside zone. Shapin throws the pick. You mentioned it. Immediately. Completely changes. And it was game on from that point. Mm-hmm. Adrian Martinez... Sprained an ankle. We thought it was his knee initially, but it looks like a sprained ankle uh, for Adrian. This is interesting, folks, and I think it's important. Chris Kleiman said in the postgame press conference that Adrian was available to come back. He would not have been 100% because he was operating on a, a bad knee and a bad ankle, but he was, uh, as Cole slowly dies in the background, mm-hmm. um, but he was able to come back. But Will Howard came in and did what Will Howard has done now every time he's been called upon, completely controls the game for Kansas State. I, I, I'm just so blown away by how good Will Howard is as a quarterback. After what he's been through, the the lack of confidence, you know, getting thrown in as a true freshman, people just seem to gloss over that. That he was a 17, 18 year old kid by the end of the season, but he was thrown in in the pandemic season, operating without a full roster of guys because of the pandemic and everything going on. And then he comes in for Skyler last year and gets banged around a little bit. Nobody had confidence in Will Howard, but you know, Will Howard kept believing. And he comes in the post game and he said, it just all started to slow down for me. It started to make sense. And, and everything I went through has led to this. Will Howard was fabulous. And it wasn't because it was stats driven. Let's read off some Will Howard stats here, if I can find them. We didn't get great stats here. 19 <laughs> of 27 for 196 yards and three t- TDs. Uh, you, you set aside the three TDs, which I know you can't, but 19 and 27 is okay. 196 yards, okay. Deuce Vaughn ran 25 times for 106. He shouldn't have ran the ball 25 times, by the way. I don't know why he was in there in the fourth quarter. Yep, DJ Giddens did run it 13 times. Probably should have been on 18, as he should have taken over a little bit earlier. Um, uh, but what Will Howard did in this game was totally different than what he did against TCU or Oklahoma State when he came in. He made big plays. He threw the ball down the field. He was very aggressive. They, they hit some long shots. They took no shots with Will Howard. What he did was just move the team down the field. He matriculated the football, as they Thank used to you, say. Thank you, Hank Stram. You bet. They matriculated the football right down the field. And because of that, they iced the Baylor offense, left the Baylor defense out there getting stressed, and rested the K-State defense, and it all played into this dominating 31-3 to victory. we got to say it, and I said it on the postgame walk and talk, Kansas State is a better football team with Will Howard at quarterback. As much as I love and respect Adrian Martinez, he's a tremendous guy. He's a good quarterback. He really is. Will Howard is proving to be special. He's proving to be just steps above anyone else. That is the most stunning development I've covered in K-State sports in a very long time. Will Howard is one hell of a quarterback, and K-State can't afford not to play him. Particularly now, Cole, have you recovered, by the way? I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. Uh, particularly now. Um, Thank you. 
that TCU has beaten Texas, mm-hmm. given K-State back the second place that they squandered last week. And again, I said this on the walk and talk, I don't want to hear about they should have played Will last week. You can't look back. This this was Adrian's job. He came back, he was healthy, and what happened against Texas, maybe it all been different with Will, but it was a defensive-driven issue last week, giving up you know 24 points and then the turnover led to 31 at halftime. You, you don't hang that loss. You hang that loss on the team. But you you can't even talk about the red shirt anymore for Will Howard. You can't talk about anything other than the fact that Will Howard gives this team the best possibility to make it to the Big 12 championship, which now means simply winning at West Virginia, which is not simple, no. ask Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and coming home to beat a much improved Kansas team. Will Howard makes that much more possible. And if you do that, if you win those two games, you are meeting TCU in the Big 12 championship game. It's remarkable. And as much as everyone has contributed to this, it's Will Howard. It, you can't deny it at this point. And I don't know how Chris Kleiman and Colin Klein are going to handle it with Adrian Martinez, but you've got to start Will Howard in Morgantown. This has been a roller coaster of a season. All the way dating back to the two-lane loss to where this team sits right now, this has been a roller coaster of a season, just like it has been a roller coaster of a career for Will Howard. I, I mean, we can sit here and talk about Adrian all we want because you and I both agree. Adrian Martinez is one of the nicest people in this program, but Will Howard's right there with him. Um, and they're good friends. The way they're that good this, friends. The it's, way that the team responds to Will, it's just different. It's just different. And I had lots of questions about Will going into the week, as you did, and or last week, I should say, between who should start, Adrian or Will. I agree. You can't go back and change that game against Texas. Because who knows how the results pay out. It's just like if Adrian stays in this game, you have no idea what happens. Maybe he plays exactly like Will does. I mean, he was 7 of 8 for 25 yards. He was efficient. He ran the ball. But he got hurt. And so... When Will came in, um, it, it just looked different. The offense looked more efficient. How about running a trick play on his first series in the game? They run a double flea flicker. I'm sitting in the stands going, will they run that with Adrian? I mean, Colin Klein and Chris Klein will say, yeah, but would they? I mean, it, it makes you think, and the playbook just looks so much more dynamic. I had questions about Will. Sure, you're right. He can make the big plays, but can he manage a game? Because being a game manager is not a bad thing. Tonight, he showed he can be much more than just a normal game manager. Mm-hmm. He, he was he was elite. He was. Elite. He was reading the defense, going through his progressions. If you really watch him, he moves so crisply between his progressions now. This is a kid who couldn't do progressions in the past all the way. And now he's ticking through them, boom, over here to Deuce. Or he's looking off the defense because Deuce is the first choice. I I think one of the things that's hardest to explain about this game for me is the fact that Baylor kept losing Deuce Vaughn in pass coverage. And Dave Aranda is a brilliant, brilliant defensive coach. But how that happens is beyond explanation. And the Deuce Vaughn touchdown, you know, Will Howard said, I knew. I mean, he was all alone out there. And the first guy wasn't going to get him. And nobody was going to get him in the open field. With Deuce with the head of steam, you're toast. You're absolutely toast. And he basically went in completely untouched, unscathed. There was, I, Will Howard just 
cut a really good Baylor defense apart. This was the uh, this was the Deuce Vaughn game. As much as we want to talk about Will, because he is the story of the game, you take the quarterback out of this situation with Malik Knowles and Cade Warner, two of the top, if not the top receivers for K-State, banged up. Now, they still had productive days. Cade had, five, or Cade had four catches. Malik had three catches, but well under their total yardage. It was obvious. Deuce Vaughn, if K-State if K-State wanted to have success, Deuce Vaughn had to have success. Right. If Deuce was going to have a, a bad day, the team was going to have a bad day. Chris Klein and Colin Klein went to Deuce Vaughn and said, you are going to win us this game. Mm-hmm. Early in the game, they were feeding him consistently. And I think that's why DJ got so many carries in the beginning part of the game. They knew they were going to have to establish the run in this game. So they wanted to make sure... Not only are we saving Deuce for the fourth quarter, but we're also getting DJ in because he can be a factor in this with this team. His role has dramatically increased. I know some people were a little curious as to why Deuce was off the field. At one point, I want to say there was a key third down, and 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 Jaden Jackson, R.J. Garcia, and and DJ Giddens were all in the game. Maybe it was first down. Either way, at one point, those guys in the red zone were all in the game, and and some people are maybe might have been a little bit curious about that. But I think it talks about how much they trust DJ, how much they trust this offense, and Fitz, how much they trust Will Howard. Because they know that whoever they put out there, he is going to give them a chance to make a play. No better example than what Ben Sennett did tonight. I mean, this kid has not necessarily come out of nowhere. If you've been following along at Go Powercat and you've been following this football program, you know that he's had a lot of potential. But he is quietly turning into an NFL prospect at tight end. And he's one of the best tight ends to come out of K-State since Travis Tannehill. Um, I, maybe even before that, I don't know. This kid well, is special, and he's a freak athlete, and Will just gives him an opportunity to go up and make a play on those two touchdowns, and he did. Again, when you trust your quarterback, it makes everything that much easier. When, when you're throwing, when a quarterback is consistently throwing to the tight end, I think I know a guy in Kansas City who does that a lot, mm-hmm. and also dishing it out to the running back in passing situations – it just stresses a secondary so much. But you touched on something there that I want to get back to. Deuce Vaughn had 25 carries and how many catches? I mean, it was ridiculous. Ten. Ten? He was targeted ten, ten times. Ten, eight catches, yeah. He had eight catches. <clears throat> He's healthy. And he hasn't been healthy for big chunks of the season. And you could tell because he, ne- he didn't have that extra little burst. But he came back a couple weeks ago and, and got healthy, seemed healthy. Deuce Green. Daniel Green came out tonight and looked like Daniel Green for the first time in a while, and he said he was healthy post-game. I said, how did a good feel to play healthy? And he said, oh, it's just a world of difference. As he walks in with the yeah, with, <laughs> with with ice, ice on, on his knee. knee. <laughs> but uh, he was wrecking people, yeah. absolutely wrecking people out there. And as this game progressed, Will just feeds into the confidence of everyone. And you know what? I'm going to go farther than that. I'm going to say Will feeds in the confidence of Colin Klein as a play caller. Because when you're calling plays and your quarterback's making those plays work because he's identifying the guy in progression that needs to get the ball, he's, he's covered, he's covered, he's covered here. He's covered, he's covered, pass rush, get rid of the ball. At Will, one of the things Will Howard does so much better than most quarterbacks is he knows when to get rid of the ball and say, you know, we're going to go on to another down. We're not mm-hmm. going to have a turnover. We're not going to put the ball in jeopardy. But he's, he's also not scared to throw the ball. Cole Carmody, that first touchdown to Ben Sennett was an NFL elite-level pass into not a narrow window. 
he put it through the tire at <laughs> 40 yards at the county fair. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I have no explanation how he did it. And Ben Sennett said when he saw him throw it, he goes, ball's not good. I mean, he didn't think he was going to get it. And he said, Will put it right in the only place he could have to get it to me. And then Ben Sennett goes and competes for a ball in the corner of the end zone, the front corner of the end zone, and makes an NFL-type reception coming back to the ball, going high. I Again, I'm, I'm covering this game, and I'm like, this is not the team I've covered. And, and w- with all respect to Bill Snyder, even when they were winning, short of the Michael Bishop years, it was, it was work. Mm-hmm. It was work to win some mm-hmm. games. And it was work to win games against good teams. Not saying this wasn't work, but they made it look easy. It, it, it wasn't like anything we've seen all year. I mean, sure, they have kicked the crap out of some teams. Oklahoma State, right? Missouri. But those games felt a little bit different. You felt like, okay, things are going K-State's way. They went K-State's way tonight because they made them go their way. They absolutely abused Baylor. You take that first drive out, which ended with a pick. Baylor didn't do anything on offense. They couldn't stop K-State on defense. This was an absolute butt-kicking. The stats do not reflect how much of a butt-whooping this was. The physicality level that K-State had compared to Baylor tonight was through the roof. I figured that might be the case. And we talked about this all the week, all all this week at Go Power Cap. K-State has had the physical advantage in every single game they played. They got hit in the mouth against Texas. They didn't respond in the first half of that game. They built some momentum up in the second half of that game, and they kept it rolling. When Adrian Martinez got hurt, there was one of two things that was going to happen. Will Howard was going to come in the game, he was going to come back down to earth, and he was going to look like the Will Howard from the last two seasons. Or he was going to come into the game and look like the Will Howard of this year. Fitz, I'm ready to say it. The Will Howard we have seen this season is the Will Howard they thought they were getting when he got when he came into this program, and he is developing into one of the better quarterbacks in the Big 12. And he has a legitimate chance, if he can finish the season strong and K-State makes it to the Big 12 championship game, to be the best returning quarterback in this conference. And that is not mm-hmm. an overstatement. It, it- it was just unfathomable at times how, what a domination of a good Baylor team it was. It was absolutely incredible. We've got a lot more to cover as Kansas State positions itself to get to the Big 12 championship game. We need to get into some other things around the conference and also a reminder that we will have another edition of the postgame podcast. Brian Hanley is out of pocket all weekend. He can't. He, he's not even available, so it's not like I can – fail to get him on the phone again because my equipment won't work. Brian's not available right now, uh, but we will convene on Monday at some point to do a bonus podcast because I can't wait to hear his thoughts. I absolutely can't wait to hear his thoughts about the way this team played, why and how physical they were uh, against a Baylor team that has been more physical than Kansas State for a number of years. And keep this in mind, the players never forget it forgot it not a single player in that locker room had beaten the baylor bears even the snyder soldiers as yes. daniel green called them the holdovers from the snyder program none of them had beaten baylor this was a monumental win for the program this was a kind of it felt like a get over the hump win after squandering an opportunity against texas kansas state sits alone in second in the big 12 conference with tiebreakers on some of the teams behind them all they got to do is win two more and they're in 
Let's take a quick break on the Powercat Postgame Podcast, sponsored by our friends, our buddies, our pals at Caddyshack Golf. Check it out. Caddyshack with two T's. CaddyshackGolf.com. This is Kansas State's Daniel Green, the leaders in K-State sports coverage. We'll be right back with more of the Powercat Postgame Podcast. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own look to your left look to your right it's official no one's got a ride like this there's nothing else that sounds like feels like or looks like the set of wheels in your garage With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Kansas State's Felix and Yudike Uzama. Welcome back to the Powercat Postgame Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Powercat Postgame Podcast. Sponsored by Caddyshack Golf, Tim Fitzgerald, and Cole Carmody from the McLean Stadium Press Box. Pretty sweet setup here. You weren't in the press box for the game. It's pretty nice up here, isn't it? And they treat you like kings. They do. They, The pregame meal was, although I didn't eat it because we ate way too much before the game with with friends. I got to see my friend Kelly in Vegas uh, before the game, so that was nice. But I come up here and I got this whole buffet line of Mexican food, and then the seats are... Well, we've got these. Ne- never mind. Well, let's get back to the game. <laughs> Make sure you check out everything at Caddy Shack Golf. It's Caddy with two T's. CaddyShackGolf.com. Boy, God, Christmas is coming, fellas. Get on Caddy Shack. Just get some links. Send it to the wife. Look, I'm sorry I'm sexist. Ladies, if you're a golfer, too, get some links. Send it to the husband. I don't care if you aren't a golfer. Go check their stuff out. It is really nice. I like it a lot. Caddy Shack Golf. Caddy with two T's. Use code GPC for free shipping on your next order. Kansas State wins this game 31-3 over the Baylor Bears. Kansas State is now 7-3 on the season. They are 5-2 in the Big 12. With a road game at West Virginia, don't sleep on it. Oklahoma thought they were going to roll in there and win, and they lost. Baylor rolled in there thinking they were going to win, and they lost. Kansas State cannot look past West Virginia. They're wounded. They're fighting for their coach's life. Talking Morgantown is Neil Brown's done at the end of the season. Not if you beat Oklahoma and Baylor and Kansas State on your home field. How do you fire a guy after that? A lot will be at stake for West Virginia. And keep this in mind, 
they can still get bowl eligible by beating K-State. And I don't even know who they play in their last game, but they can get there. New quarterback, too, most likely. New quarterback. It's, it's a very intriguing game. And then, of course, the much-improved Kansas Jayhawks roll in after Thanksgiving for a huge game. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be rowdy. Everyone's going to be uh, hopefully over their turkey sleepiness. Because if Kansas State wins those two games, they're going to play TCU in the Big 12 championship game. Cole, that's amazing. Who would have thought that we would have said that? Who would have thought? At the start of today. That would be the, but who would have thought at the start of the season that would be the matchup? Yeah. I mean, these were teams picked for the middle to bottom of this conference. And it just shows how incredibly competitive this conference continues to be week in and week out. Texas is a perfect example. Texas played an incredible half of football against Kansas State. They won a game because they played one half of football. And they come home, and I literally think, I, I picked TCU to win. One of the few games I got right this weekend, I thought Texas would just think we're Texas and we're going to win this game. And while I didn't watch the game, it was simultaneous to this game, what I watched, it was a bar fight. Mm. I mean, it was 3 nothing at halftime. It yep. was a bar fight. And the Frogs were tougher. And after seeing the two teams, I could have tell, told you, TCU's a tougher, more determined, better coached football team, even if Texas is more talented. This is this is incredible because now Will Howard coming in, this is TCU knows what they're getting with him if that if they made the Big Twelve Championship. Very, very interesting. The talent gap between the number four team in the country and TCU, the number what, eighteen eighteen team in the country in Texas, the number nineteen team in the country in K State is so slim. Mm-hmm. K-State has three losses. TCU has none. But you could legitimately make the argument that K-State is a better team than TCU on any given Saturday. You don't want to look ahead. That's right. that's not what you want to do. But guess what? We're not on the team. We right. can look ahead. There's no rule that says people in the media or fans can't look ahead. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Okay. okay. If that were to be the case... I don't know what the spread would be. I'm not an odds maker. You should ask your friend. Um, but, ah, man, that just it gives me goosebumps to think about that. But, again, that doesn't happen if this game doesn't happen tonight. This is going to go down as one of the bigger wins in this program's history. People still have questions about Chris Kleiman. There is that small majority of people who wonder if he is the right coach for K-State. Hold on, small majority? Minority. Minority. Right. Not small majority, yeah. Minority of people who think, who can question if he is still the person that should lead this team. After tonight, those questions should be they gone. Should. Yeah. I mean, there's a segment of people out there, small, but why? I, I, I don't understand it because this program <clears throat> has really thrived under him after picking up the pieces from what had was a dwindled roster. It just, uh, the quality and quantity of players weren't there. Um, that we'd seen typically under Bill Snyder, and it was time for a change. And he's ramping it up. COVID set him back. Transfer portal's been a curveball for the entire college athletics world. That was a good cough. That was kind Thank of, you. Um, and uh, but yeah, Chris has done a more. He was so happy after the oh, game. You I've know, never seen him like that. I know it was. He was so funny with me because he was like, "Fitz, don't tell me what happened in that TCU game. <laughs> yeah. Uncle, you're going to like it." He goes, "Don't tell me." And then after the press conference, he goes, what is it? He goes, 17-3. He goes, what? And I go, yeah. It's five minutes left, 17-3, TCU. They just four and outed him. And they held him on four downs in the red zone. 
They're probably going to win. Then Texas puts a scare in at the end. but He didn't have to know that. No, but uh, TCU got it done. Ben Sennett. We talked about him briefly. Let's talk about Ben U.S. Sennett. I mean, he's America's tight end. This kid has blossomed. And I love how Cliven says after every game Sennett plays That's well. That's my boy. That's, he's from my hometown. <laughs> every time. You know, it's, it's like, well, you're... I know it's your hometown, but it's actually kind of a big town. I mean, it's not like yeah. he's, you're both from Chapman, Kansas. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Ben has just really become a special player. And you know, anyone who's been following along knows I love throwing the ball to the tight end. And K-State did it so much early in the Bill Snyder era. Um, and then they just stopped. Just stopped. And, I, you know, Coach Snyder got so conservative that he always kept the tight end to block. And then he'd use Travis Tannehill as a, an option. But now Ben Sennett running the seam routes, Ben Sennett working in the back of the end zone, uh, he's he's a legitimate weapon. He's and, a matchup nightmare. And he goes and gets the ball. It's not like he's just big. He has that Travis Kelsey, and I'm not comparing him, but just the simple idea that I'm bigger than you. Get the hell out of my way. That's my pass. It's do you, fun. Do you want to? Do you really want to weigh? This is what makes the passing game so interesting. When you can have a Ben Sinnott and a Deuce Vaughn. Do you want to put a linebacker on Ben Sinnott? No, you can't run with him. You can't. So you want to put a safety on him? Yes. So does that mean you want to put a linebacker on Deuce Vaughn? I know. That's exactly it. Like the, the between those two guys, you, somebody's going to have to be have the mismatch tonight. It was Ben Sinnott. Maybe next week it'll be Deuce Vaughn. But when you have those two options and a linebacker has to guard one of those two guys, it's not going to work. Well, well, Baylor at times, though, let's be honest, decided to put a safety on Ben Sennett and then nobody on Deuce Vaughn. That's a bold strategy. Yeah, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. It did not work out very well. Um, And and here's we're just going to say it. I, I mean, it needs to be said at this point. Will Howard takes advantage of all those things. Will Howard stresses the defense in ways that Adrian Martinez hasn't been because he spreads the ball out to Ben Sennett, to Deuce Vaughn, to the receivers. And he also can keep you honest with his run game. He is not Adrian Martinez in the run game. But there was a point in the game where they were not looking at Will Howard as a running quarterback. And he kept it on his own read and went for about eight yards and turned, I think it was a second and nine into a third and one. And I think that changed how Baylor, Baylor's like, oh, crap, he can't run. We we knew he could run, but it's he's willing to do it. Yeah. He just stresses a defense because he finds your weak point. And if the line can protect, which they did for the most part tonight, Baylor started bringing some more pressure. But um, he just finds that guy. I asked Will Howard in postgame about one play that really stood out. And it wasn't a scoring play, but he had a blitz coming off the corner. And he, being right-handed, could see this. Third down, fourth down? It was third, I think. Third third and long, right? Yeah, and he's waiting on Phil Brooks to get across the middle to break into the open space, which was coming. And he got rid of that ball in the split second before he was hit really hard. And in fact, the hit started and he still released the ball. Perfectly thrown ball. Will Howard, the timing of all that in his head now, he knew that Phil's running this fast. It was almost like calculus. Phil's running this fast. The the blitz is coming at me this fast. I've got just that amount of time to get rid of it. He did it perfectly. 
again, that's elite quarterback stuff. Will Howard, the guy that so many fans booed, who all of us had lost faith in, we had. The coaches brought in Adrian Martinez. If they thought this Will Howard was going to exist, Adrian Martinez would not be in Manhattan at all. Nope. And here he is. This is the same Will Howard that had to delete social media because of the negative backlash some fans were giving him. Mm-hmm. There's a there's an old saying that says this is why we lift weights. Fitz? No, I don't lift weights. You don't know that? Okay. Yeah. That's why you lift weights. Right. To hang into the pocket, to deliver those balls. That's why you stay in a program for that long because you trust the culture that the staff is building. Will Howard being good is a major reflection on that coaching staff for the culture, yes. But it is a reflection on a young man who is willing to bet on himself. Not bet on himself by going into the transfer portal and going to go play for a school out east that's, you know, say right. Penn or something like that, right. right? Back closer to home, no. He wants to stay because he knows his time is going to come and he's going to capitalize on it. Whatever the decision is, we think it's going to be to play Will. He's going to be fine with it. Right. He's a team guy. He wants to win. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care if he gets hit in the pocket. He doesn't care if he doesn't play. He wants to win. And when he's out on the field, he's going to make sure that his team is going to win. Yeah, it's it's absolutely fascinating, this progression he's made. And it's a good lesson for everyone that, particularly when it's a young player, giving up or getting down on them, you know, you can't treat your own players the way – that he was treated at It's times. dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's well put. Now some uh, bad news. Well, first of all, the good news is it doesn't look like um, the injuries to Josh Moore and Echo Boydeau or Josh Hayes. Oh, Josh Moore. <laughs> Josh Hayes or Echo Boydeau are, are that severe. Kobe Savage, however, even Chris Kleiman, the guy who typically says, I don't know, I got to see you, said it doesn't look good. That's not good. And Kobe has played at such an elite level. He's been such a blessing to this program um, because he's he's not only a great player, he's a just an awesome kid. He's 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 an amazing young man coming back, you know, into Texas and playing and then getting hurt. He made a huge interception in this game. Hopefully they get him back. Hopefully it's not season ending. Hopefully at the very least they can get him back for the Big Twelve title game. Here we go, Cole. It's all gotten very serious now for K State. They have to lock in on one at a time. And if they can do that, they're going to get back down here to Arlington. And, folks, I'm just telling you, do I believe this team is going to end up in Arlington? I made our hotel reservations for for the game a couple weeks ago after the Oklahoma State game. Knowing mathematically they could still lose to Texas and get their way in because there's one thing I know about Texas football – they can play at elite level, but only for so long before they start thinking they're Texas and they don't have to work as hard as everyone. And they showed it again today. TCU comes in here next week. Oof, that's going to be a great game. And Baylor's going to be pissed. They might win that game. And TCU's going to probably think, okay, we just ran the gauntlet, we're through it like K-State has. Now we get a team that's struggling. You can't do that in this conference with anyone. With anyone. So am I hearing that you're going to pick the Baylor Bears to beat TCU? Oh, that's another thing I need to clarify. Um, I, I picked K-State to win on my TV show, 
and also in a parlay that I would have won if TCU and Texas didn't turn into a defensive struggle. I was going to make a lot of money if they just scored the points everyone expected. I did pick Baylor on my official picks for my on-the-line segment. Mm-hmm. And, folks, when I pick West Virginia next week, just trust the process. <laughs> just trust the process. I have missed K-State more this season in picks than I ever remember. I, I picked them to lose at Oklahoma. They won. I picked them to lose against Oklahoma State. They won. I picked them to, to beat Texas. Yes, you they did. lost. I picked them to lose this game. They won. You can't switch up the mojo, though. I mean, you have to go with your gut. That, that's all that I know. You can sit here and say, you're going to pick West Virginia. But if you say that, then you're acknowledging this. I think it's reverse psychology. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now I'm spoiling Because this now stuff? they know. that now, now the football gods understand that this, the man behind the magic fits understands that they have a plan. So just pick with your head. And I'm going to say that whatever you pick next week is going to be right. Are you telling me that my picks actually don't have any effect on the outcome? I'm telling of the game? you, it's kind of like winning the toss and taking the ball. All right. You're going to get the ball man. at some point. Oh, man. Well, I'll know this. I can't pick KU to beat K State in a couple weeks. The heck with it. I'll pick K State next week. And if I screw this up, it's all my fault. Cole, thank you for sticking around to do this. Get to your hotel, get a long drive tomorrow. I'm going to eat some In and Out first. Mm. In and Out. That's it. In and Out and Whataburger. They both pale in comparison to Caddyshack Off. Thank you for listening to the Power Cat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.